Before we get to the show, did you know you can get more insights just like the ones you're listening to right here on Seeking Wisdom delivered right to your inbox? Sign up to get my weekly newsletter. It's called The One Thing at drift.com slash DC. What's going on? We're back. It's episode 166 of Seeking Wisdom, the universe's only six-star only podcast, and I have the young, young, young Jedi, Adam Schoenfeld here. He's tan. He's got the hair of a god. He's ready to drop some knowledge here on Seeking Wisdom. I appreciate the hair of the god compliment. That made look my at my day. hair. Look, watch the, you have to watch the YouTube videos to take a look at my hair. Take a look. Don't tell me anything. 360-degree view right there. 360. I'm giving you 360 looks here, but you have to go on YouTube and subscribe and make sure to hit the bell so we get notifications when we drop new Seeking Wisdom episodes. So what are we talking about here, Jedi? For those people on audio who just heard that and haven't come to YouTube yet, I don't know what else we could possibly do, but we're going to go forward with the show. This is another one of the What You Wish You Knew in Your Younger series. You said sure. never read or watch the news. Please. Mm. Please. End of episode. All right. Let's go back in time. So this is about avoiding the news. One of the things that we talk a lot about and we think a lot about is that we are the average of the five people that are around us, right? We've talked about that a lot. One thing that we miss in doing that, in talking about, or even thinking about that, is that that does not have to be literally the people around us, but it is the information, the environments that we put ourselves around. We average out, right? At the end of the day, we have no chance but to average out because one of the one of the traps that people fall into is this idea of that there's some great filter that they could filter the bad advice that they're getting from a friend or from their environment or from whoever they're listening to and the news in this case and just pick out the nuggets the good stuff the truth is all of us are lousy at filtering and even if you think you're not paying attention to the bad stuff that stuff is actually being processed and is affecting you and so for me i started to think a lot about you know what are the things from an environment standpoint that are not helping me and there was a point and now i have not watched news in, I don't know how long, eight years? Yeah, maybe something like that. I used to be this NPR junkie. And so I used to listen to NPR all the time. I used to commute into work long before the pandemic days, and I had a long car ride. And so I used to listen to NPR all the time. And just so happened at the time that I was driving into work each morning, the one thing that was on was the BBC. And so for the, all of you who have not listened to the BBC, go listen. Amazing amazing content and amazing topics that were being discussed. But what I found after a while was that there was so much negative news coming in. And this was from a great source, right? The BBC, that it was starting to affect me because I felt helpless. I felt like I felt like I couldn't do anything. I felt like there was so much bad stuff going on. And at some, you know, at one point I was like, wait a second, every morning driving in, all I hear is bong, 542 dead in mass genocide and go, uh, you know, in Rwanda, bong, you know, like killings, mass killings, bong, war declared and whatever, bong, you know, economic collapse, bong, you know, the bong is what the, is the noise that they do on the BBC. And it was just like, it would just keep going. The whole car ride is bong, more bad news. And it was like, oh my God, I can't take this. And this was every single day. And so at some point, 
and this was so long ago that it was an old election cycle. So it might be more than eight years ago now. And I was just like, I can't do it anymore. And I, I started to fast on news. And what I noticed right away was once I turned off the news of any sort, you know, I used to read online news. I used to consume. I used to get The Economist and, and other kind of news magazines. I used to listen to NPR, as I said. I was just consumed by news all the time. And if I, there was a TV around me, I didn't watch TV, but I might have had news on. So I was just consuming so much news. When I did a fast and got rid of all of it, my mood brightened up, right? It gave me much more energy in the day to focus on the things I needed to focus on. I didn't feel as helpless, right? Obviously, all those things are going on. Obviously, the, the news would, you know, leak to you. And, you know, the thing that I figured out when people would ask me was like, how do you know what's going on? And it's like the important things in the world, like the critical, like really, really important things you're going to hear, right? Either through social media or through your friends or through your family, like you're going to hear the most important news. And I don't need to hear about every blip happening each day. And so it's been one of the best, you know, techniques that I've found to be able to focus and to have quality time, quality life is to avoid the news at all costs. It's amazing that you went from huge news junkie to <laughs> fasting. Cause that to me sounds like just hey, I want to get fit, so I'm going to go in the gym and bench press 400 pounds, and then I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow. Yeah. So how, what, what caused you to do it in the extreme way rather than saying, like, oh, I'll do less read news? Or is there some principle hidden in that, or was it just a, a, a situational thing in that moment eight years ago? Well, there's, you know, one, I will say my natural personality is to go to either end of the spectrum, right? And so, like, I'm either in or out 100%. But at the time, and I continue to do this, I was really thinking a lot about morning routines, right? Because I was trying to get good at a morning routine. I was thinking about habits and like, how do you form habits and things like that? And so because of that, I was really in the mode of testing. And so for me, like to do a real A-B test, like for me, it would have to be one extreme or the other. I couldn't really filter out. I didn't think I could filter out the noise if I went 30% or 50% I was still getting used because then the question would not be, was it the right amount of news? Then it would be, what's the quality of the news, right? Like it would just open up so many other variables. Like, is it the quality of the news? Is it the source of news? Is it, was it 30% or 50%? Like it just like, I had to go from one extreme to another just to see first as a first order filter, did I notice any difference? And if I didn't, then maybe I would have tried some other variations, but going cold turkey is really what let me see what the news was doing to me. How much news do you watch? Almost none. Almost Good. none. Almost been, A little bit. So my, my wife's a big NPR consumer, and so mm -hmm. I get it through her. So I, I'm God confident process. that she's going to bring whatever is like really important. <laughs> in, yeah. Um, yeah. Or somebody will tell me. So I don't, I don't watch or, or read a lot of news. But I do find, and I'm curious how you'd respond to this, that the world is sort of stacked against me on that. Like mm, Apple keeps sure. trying to tell me that I need to look at news. Every little app and website seems to like be pushing news my way. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you advise people who are like, I agree with you, but I like can't escape the, the onslaught of news. Is just yeah. I just keep turning, turn it off, filter, delete, delete. It just, it's nonstop. But you know, one thing, cause us in the U S here went through you know, election, uh, presidential election cycle recently that you really see during that, but it's true at all times, but it really is heightened there is we will all have family that are on one side or the other or both sides or whatever. And you see the ones and they usually, not always, but like, you know, if you if you have a grandparents or parents, usually they're more consumed with news 
meaning television news. So whether it's Fox News or CNN or MSNBC, those people who spend their whole day watching news, you could see how spun up and, and much in a frenzy, no matter what side of an argument they're on and how much that's affecting them, how spun up and angry they are all the time and emotional about things. And so they're the perfect, even before you do a news fast, like look at the people around you right now who spend a lot of time focused on the news. Are they someone you want to emulate? Is that something that you want to be? Do you want to be spun up and emotional like that all the time? If so, you know what to do. If not, now you know what to do. And I know that you you still read a lot of oh, articles yeah. and information. It's just not the, the feed of alert, alert, alert. Mm-hmm. So what did this do for you once you cleared the news? Like, did you have a bunch of space to like slot in? Because now I know you're big in Stratechery and Farm yeah. Street and like the yeah, McDevin yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. some of these things that now is like seem very high signal. Yeah, um, it, it let me have more time to filter, like you said. So I have high signal sources that I let back in, but it also like, but they're not really topical news stuff. And then the the second is like it let me have more time to spend reading books and studying history and then seeing those patterns. And so like that has been greatly beneficial for me to be able to have that time to do that with the amount of news that I was consuming, even without it being something that I was actively choosing, right? It was almost like I was defaulting into this news cycle and spending time reading news. I didn't have time in my life for anything else. I didn't have time to to read as much as I wanted to read. I didn't have time to find, you know, high quality, well-filtered sources. I didn't have time for any of that stuff. So if you're watching you know, news on TV or on YouTube or on wherever you're doing it or listening to it all the time, you're taking that space away to actually be able to filter, find other sources, find other patterns that might be more helpful. So let's say somebody's out there and like, I want to do a news fast, which is Mm -hmm. a great great headline to to think about. What would you say is kind of the minimum time where they might start to feel some of that energy lift? Is it a day? Is it a week? Do you need to pair it with a Wim Hof cold shower or intermittent fasting and not eat yeah. breakfast? Or is there any sort of right parameters? Rift right there. See that shirt? If you like that shirt, let us know. Leave a six-star review and you might be able to get one of these shirts sent to you. So what do we pair with it? That's a great question, Adam. I think, and you know, how long would you spend? I'd say a minimum of... Two months, two months. You want to go, I think there's a, I forgot the study, the London-based study. I think it's an Atomic Habits or another That's book. The habits like it, one, the number of days, typical, yeah. It's like yeah, that, that it's, yeah, it's like 67, 68 days, something like that. It's not, or 66, I can't remember the number, but it's north of 65 and less than 70. But it's not this idea of 30 days or less or two weeks or whatever, but it's actually longer than you think. So I would say go for go for 70 days to make sure to make sure that it's actually working and see if a new habit or a set of habits can emerge because of the time that you've given back to yourself. Love it. And by the way, Adam, I want to make sure everyone knows seeking wisdom is not news. We are seeking wisdom here. We have no wisdom, but we are seeking it and we're sharing what we're doing, but this is not news. So this does not count on your news fast. I want to see more subscribers, more six star ratings, more comments on Adam's hair and uh, less comments on mine. That's right. We're trying to do timeless stuff here. I actually go back to see the early episodes all the time and re-listen. So. Uh, me, I've started to do that recently too. And good friend, listener of the podcast fan, you know, did, I remember he did uh, the first 50, was it the first 50 or first? 
yeah, first hundred. He did a post that I found recently. I think it was the first fifty of, of basically summarizing the first fifty seeking uh, wisdom podcasts. We're up to one sixty six now. So whoever wants to do from fifty to one sixty six, let me know. We'll promote it. We'll send out some uh, some love. Get one of those nice T-shirts. All right, any closing or, or thoughts a hoodie. on his or a hat? Or a hoodie, man. I don't even have a. I don't even have one of the fancy hoodies. You don't? Oh my goodness! See that? If you live a six-star rating here, you might have a hoodie before Adam has the That's hoodie. That's what we're talking about. Customers, <laughs> the audience comes first. Employees get the swag second. That's how it should be. <laughs> I will make sure to get one for Adam. I don't know if it could fit with his with his hair, though. It might have to be it's a zip-up XL hoodie. hood. Yeah, a zip-up hoodie. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You know what to do. Six-star only podcast. The universe is only. Please leave a comment for young Adam. He's young and he's hungry for wisdom. So I'm old and I'm hungry for wisdom. Take care. Let me know what you thought of this episode by texting me at 1-212-380-1036. Again, 1-212-380-1036. 1036. Now, if you're looking for more leadership insights, sign up for my weekly newsletter, The One Thing, at drift.com slash DC. Every week, I'll share a habit, tool, or mental model that's helping me reach my goals. Hope to see you there. Text me. Hit me up. 1-212-380-1036.